Drink number one. I'm having fun. I'm making people laugh. I'm dancing. Not well. It's great. Drink number two. I start to think about my dad's death. Drink number three. I'm crying. Drink number four. I'm dancing again. Leave my room. She's vaping right now. I'm so sorry. We can cut that out. Okay. I didn't. I did. Hey guys, I'm here with my sis Isabel. Hey guys, it's your sis Isabel. Isabel used to call me when I was at UMass, and it'd be like in the middle of the afternoon, and she'd just be like, you know what? I think you need to stop drinking and I would go into my hallway and sit down and be like can I be honest with you um I have like one drink and like pretend that I'm getting like Fucked really up. messed up yeah. because I just like want to fit in but like I promise I'm not that's and, fair like, that so drinking to me has always been like the number one form of just escapism, I think, for people our age. So I never participated in drinking. Uh, it just made me feel numb and very stupid. And I never felt even confident just because I always felt incoherent. And that's why I always, I just found that weed was a lot better for me uh, to have a good time and to be myself and to be the best version of myself. Um, but when you drink, I feel like I don't act like myself, um, and it's just not me. And it looks dumb from an other perspective, like from an outside perspective, watching yeah a bunch of young people get drunk looks pretty dumb. And I don't know, it's just it was never for me. Just because from an outside perspective, I'd rather sit at home and just smoke. <laughs> at parties like in high school and stuff. I wouldn't really get drunk. I would just kind of sit and smoke and take dabs and just watch everyone. Just why do men feel the need to take their shirts off when they're drunk? No one wants to see that. That's just that. Maybe that was just high school, but and they were all white. Oh no. The white no, 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 no. Yeah, no one with any melanin is gonna just whip. Woo! Like that's only white guys. Girls are so easily entertained by this. And I'm 100% sure that they're, like, not actually entertained. They're just drunk enough to pretend they're entertained. And I guess I would just say to them, you don't need to laugh at jokes that aren't funny. That's true. And just because you're drunk, you know, they're probably going to be a little more funny. But let's not give these boys any more confidence. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, so this is my friend Avery. Hi. Say it. What? Say I'm Avery. I'm Avery. Oh, he, he okay. says it like that. All right. I'm oh just... shit! <laughs> you heard that? Okay. Yeah. Can we redo this? Yeah. I feel like I sort of have like a love hate relationship with alcohol, because I hate it. Because sometimes when I get drunk, I'll like break down and cry because it's a depressant. You yeah, know. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I do too. Yeah, um, but then sometimes I like it because, like, with my, like, social anxiety and stuff like that, if I'm a bit buzzed, it just, like, makes conversation easier, because yeah, it kind of just true. flows out, you know what I mean? I wouldn't say I drink a lot, because, like, first off, I'm a lightweight. Yeah, me Don't want to overdo it, um, but, like, I remember, like, at college, um... Like, my friends saw me as, like, 
the weak one of the group, kind of. Yeah. And they were always trying to, like, push me Peer more pressure. and more. Yeah. yeah. That type of stuff. Um, How would you respond to that? I would give in. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. um, I would keep drinking. Um, like, we'd, we'd always drink Natty Lights, which are, of course, like, the cheap college boys beer. Yeah. Kind of. Um, and it was really shitty beer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my throat made yeah, the no, I heard that. It's okay. I was hoping no one would notice. No, it's okay. okay. It happens. Um, but yeah, I remember um, one night, you know, Four Locos? Yes, of course. Yeah, so one night I tried the Ocho Loco challenge, which is just two Four Locos. Um, I made it through the first one, halfway through the second one. And that was, like, the first time that I actually got, like, blackout drunk. Okay, like, yeah. Like, could not that remember, be, like, anything. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I do remember this one, like, little scene with it where I was on my bed and I was sitting there and I started crying and I just kept repeating, like, oh my god, I'm such a loser. Oh my god. Like, my life sucks and, like, stuff like that. And that was not my best moment. Um, I had a moment like that once, like, oh, I yeah. think freshman year of college, where I was in the backseat of a car. My friend was, like, petting my head, and I was like, I'm the ugliest woman in the world. <laughs> I don't think I've done too many stupid things while drunk. Um, I think it's because I'm so conscious of doing stupid things. I'm like, I know I'm not in my right mind, so yeah. and I know my capacity to do stupid things is through the roof, so I'm just going to, like, not do anything. Yeah. To get like that? I can, like, sometimes, yeah, I totally understand that, but, like, sometimes I'll, like, act immature. Yeah. Like, when I'm drunk a little bit, like, one time I just flopped in the hallway, and I just wouldn't move, and then my friends were trying to pick me up, and I totally could have gotten up if but I wanted to. you just thought to, it was funny? But I was just like, wee! Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, they definitely got annoyed with that, um, but I never did anything, like, dangerous, or unsafe. Yeah, that's good. Some people can't say the same. Like, there's been times where, like, there's this pizza place called Antonio's. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know what the chain is, but it's, like, really popular. And there's one by my school. And one time there was a girl on a bench outside of there, and she, like, wasn't responding to anyone. And I was, like, trying to give her pizza to see if she could, like, sober up. And I was, like, right. shaking her, and she wasn't moving and they called the police because they were so worried mm-hmm. and they were like hitting her face and like pouring water on her face and she wasn't moving and the police came and then finally she like woke up and we like fed her some and then like she was okay she just like really fell asleep like into a deep sleep but she didn't pass out but oh. it was really scary yeah that's crazy so it's like i've never gotten to that point but i have gotten to points where like i've woken up and just been like oh where am i like what happened yeah. I remember um, my sister has a friend that she met at college, and he had a really bad drunk story. Um, he was going to study abroad in Switzerland. Yeah. And the first night there, he was, like, at a party. He was on a third-story balcony, and he got, like, way too drunk. He ended up, like, breaking the rail and just falling off the third-story balcony and landed. He broke, like, both of his legs, and then couldn't study abroad in switzerland anymore because he just ended up being in the hospital um i think he had to be there for like a couple of weeks in recovery and then had to come home so he literally 
<laughs> went to Switzerland <laughs> for two weeks just to be in the hospital. Just to get and his then legs broken. Home. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's not funny. Whenever it's I, not funny, it, but like it's, it's like so laugh worthy. Yeah. In that sense, yeah. It's just like when I was twelve, I jumped off a roof because like my friends dared me to, and then I broke oh, my leg, yeah. and it like grew. Like, my right leg grew more than my left leg because my left leg was in a cast and I was 12. So, now I, like, have, like, one leg that's, like, significantly (laughs) longer than the other. That's funny. I know. But I wasn't drunk. I was 12. Same thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, 12-year-olds be 12-year-olds. The first time I got drunk, actually, this is so bad, but I was very, very young and it wasn't on purpose. My cousin was having her bridal shower and it was luau-themed. And there was, like, a bunch of pina coladas, like, hanging around. Oh, nice. I didn't know they had alcohol in them, so I was like, oh, my God, these are so good. Like, I love <laughs> them. And I had two of them, but I was, like, young. I don't even want to say how old I was. Mm-hmm. And then, like, next thing you know, an hour later, I'm kissing the tree in the front yard, and everyone's like, is this, <laughs> this girl okay? Like, what's yeah. this girl's deal? Back to the time where I did the Ocho Loco, I was, like, climbing up. Like, I could put my hands on one wall of the hallway and then jump up and put my feet on the other wall and then just kind of spider-man a little bit and I would like climb up to the ceiling and then one time like RAs came up while I was still like up there and I was like I was still like really drunk and everything like (laughs) that did you, like, almost fall on them? And then, they, no. They, <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, did they find you? I honestly don't even remember this. This is a story that my friends told me, like, the day after. But I was doing that, and then the RAs came up, and I, like, last second jumped down, and they had seen me up there, and they were like, you know, we're gonna let this one slide, but, like, if you get caught doing that again, you could get, like, kicked off campus or something like that. It was, like, really stupid. That's so, so funny. Like, I, I can picture like, you're like I can picture you climbing up the wall and doing that, honestly. Like, yeah. <laughs> the image is just so funny. Do you wanna sing? We can sing. What are we sing? I don't know, I liked that song. Okay, ready, go. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's just get right into it. Do you drink Veronica? I do. I also do. In moderation, of course. Yep. Um, when did you start drinking? So I did not drink in high school at all. Me either. You didn't? No. And so I think that this is a good point too, because you are a little bit younger than me. Yeah. I'm 25. I'm soon to be 26. Today I called myself 26 like four times. Oh, wow. Yep, I'm doing it. To get yourself ready. I'm just, yep, I'm doing it. I'm saying it. But, uh, yeah, so I didn't drink. I didn't drink in high school at all literally at all and I think that I remember having my first like alcoholic drink that was like separate from like my parents or anything and I think I I wasn't 21 yet but I was like right there I was like 19 or 20 so okay I've been out of high school for a little bit um and I waited actually through my first year of college too because I didn't want to be one of those people who was like wow I just like went into college and like now I'm a partier like disregarded like my education which was important to me at the time yeah that's actually so really mature I waited until the summer after so I think I was like 19 okay and I drank like a screwdriver like I just drank like vodka and and OJ or something so stupid and I don't really remember having any 
like feelings about it because I think I had also smoked because I was like more into smoking at the time. Cigarettes? No, weed. Reefer? Which is another like part of this topic, but a completely yeah, different Yeah, I guess it's one. like part of the self-medicating part of this. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like to go off what you said, I also didn't drink in high school, but my family's from Portugal, so I had alcohol around me right. all the time. And yes. I the first drink I had was when I was younger than high school. Yeah. And then I didn't drink in high school. And so what's your take on that, like, cultural difference? Because my, my parents don't even drink. Like, yeah. my dad will, like, have a beer, but I've never seen my parents drunk. And my mom, I've seen her drink, like, a banana daiquiri. Like, yeah. You know, she doesn't drink. So. I mean, um, I remember my uncle giving me, like, a little tiny, like, glass of wine when I mm-hmm. was four. And being mm-hmm. like, try this. Yeah. It tastes, like, sweet, and I yeah. tried it, and it was sweet, and then I, like, remember I had a pacifier still, because I was maybe even younger than that. Yeah. Um, and I remember that so clearly, but so that you, wasn't, like, weird. But do you think that, well, no, because in yeah. so many cultures, that's a very common thing. Yeah. So how do you feel it, like, do you feel like it's a more approachable topic? I feel like... Do you feel less likely to abuse it because it isn't this, like, stigmatized aspect of your life or, like, I of think American culture? Yeah, exactly, because I grew up with it not being this taboo thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if I wanted to get drunk, mm-hmm. I could, like, mm-hmm. really whenever. But I never really had the desire to. I always just would see people drunk and be like, they look so stupid, like, yeah. I would never want to be like that. And then I went to college, and I was worried about the calories. Okay, So that was, like, a big thing in high school, too. So I, like, didn't really drink in high school. And then in college... Did other people drink in high school, that, the high school you went to? Yes, there was, like, the popular crowd that right. drank. My friends and I were, like, not, um, and they didn't really drink, but I... Thinking... Were there any of them that tried to like bridge that gap and like go to the parties and like senior do the year thing that was like senior year everyone pressure is supposed exactly to be. senior year everyone did but it was mostly because like everyone was friends senior year because they all wanted to leave so right. like it didn't even matter at that point but I just like was always worried about the calories and I would hear all these things like beer makes you fat and all this stuff so I was like ew no not for me so I never did it but then in college I definitely did yeah but I didn't wait like you did like you said you waited a year I didn't do that like I remember the first weekend like I was like pumped and I just like the first semester really was just like me like getting really excited and like I can look back on like my snapchat now which I've been at college for three years so it does like the two-year memory thing and it is so cringeworthy because like (laughs) it's like right when I started drinking yeah I'll just, like, go back and be like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe I did that or oh, said yeah. that. I post a bunch of weird stuff when I'm drunk. I delete them the next morning when I wake up and I say, oh, shit, I can't believe I did that, post this video of myself just laughing for no reason. I know. Like... I, I'm i going to um put the clip of me and my friend Good. laughing on the floor, even though it's really <laughs> embarrassing. I'll just put it in right now. Oh, God. 
yeah. Did you have friends in college that were, like, I drinkers? did. Yeah, I did. And a lot of it had to do with my boyfriend at the time. And we dated for, like, four and a half years or something. So that was, like, a really good chunk of my life. And he... I... That's an interesting thing, too. This kid's dad literally drank himself to death. And he had died before we started dating. He had died, like, the year before or something wow and so the kid was very emotionally like upset about it and we're like still on good terms but um but this dude just jumped head first into substance abuse like Whoa. anything you either go one this way is or the self-medicating other. yeah this is a self-medicating like point to make like the dude literally just dove right into any possible substance he could find like he used it and used it and used it until it was like he just couldn't, like, he never had a Until job. The whole time we were you. dating, he never had a job. Yeah. yeah. He never had a job. Like, we weren't 21 yet, and he was just, like, we'd be drinking freaking Natty Ice and, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, my friend. Disgusting vodka. And, like, yeah. Like, he had friends who were older, and, like, people's dads would always, like, help him out. But. Yeah. And I think men and women drink in very different ways mm-hmm. for similar reasons. Okay. Can you elaborate? So, like, I was talking to my friend Avery, which um, I will play what we talked about. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a different appeal for, like, girls and guys with drinking. Like, I feel like for guys, yeah. like, what do you think the appeal is? The Social appeal anxiety, you kind of said, like, yeah, is one thing. Also, like, the masculinity of yeah. putting down a beer. In like seconds. Explain more about that. I like that. Okay, so it's like um like with shotgunning, like it's always a competition. Yeah. Of who can get the most down the quickest, basically. But why is that cool? Like I wonder. I have no so much why that's clue because cl- I'm not like, a clue. Why guy. that's clue? Why that's cool? Like why is that cool? I don't know. It's I think it's just because it gets you like drunker faster, but like, and they're again, trying like, to prove that like. Oh, I'm not gonna get so drunk from this. Yeah, and they that look... That type of stuff. Yeah. Girls don't want them when they do that. They don't even realize it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, they think, like, if they can prove that they can, like, do all this shit with, like, their alcohol tolerance and stuff like that, that it'll do something. But it's and like, it, and it really nobody won't. really cares. And it's like, being a lightweight is so cheap. It's just easy, yeah. you know? Um, you, you get made fun of, but it's like, okay, this means I'm a skinny legend, number one. <laughs> <laughs> number two, um, I don't have to pay, like, $30 to get drunk. Yeah. I can pay $7 and live my life. And number three, it saves calories. <laughs> yeah. Right? And sugar. And it, it can lead to diabetes, too, if you drink a lot, so. Oh, that's not good. I did not know yeah. that. A lot of things can lead to diabetes, but... I feel like for women, it's different. Like, for yeah, definitely. girls, like, I think the appeal is, like, I don't know, like, to get guys. But, um, basically, he was kind of saying that, like, men drink as a way to, like, become more masculine and, like, fit in with their friends. Okay. And women drink to, like, enhance their femininity, to, like, be attractive to men. Whoa. And I wholeheartedly agree with that, even as a gay woman. Like, I definitely want to attract men when I'm drunk. Whoa. And that's, like, I think 
why I struggled with my sexuality so much yeah. for so long was because, like... Because you were at college and you were drinking. Yeah, and I, like... You know how, like, straight girls will, like, make out with girls and, like, think they're bi? Yes. Um, I legitimately am bisexual, but definitely at school I could hide my gayness by getting drunk and just being uninhibited and just choosing men. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I was doing it just to prove that, like, I didn't need to have a girl, Mm -hmm. which is kind of messed up. Right? Well, I think that it's not, like, messed up per se. I think that drinking, one of the reasons we do it and one of the reasons it's one of those self-medicating things is that it just lets you, you just don't think about it anymore. Yeah, and, like, it's weird, like, girls gravitate towards girls sometimes when they're drunk. And I gravitate towards men. I gravitate towards climbing out of the bathroom window and over any fence I can find. Whoa, that's so true. <laughs> you definitely do. That is my thing. Me and Veronica <laughs> went to a bar a couple of weeks ago, and she was yelling at the bartender and standing on the stool. Oh, God. And I hid in the bathroom, and then we took all the toilet paper and we ran away. We stole every yeah. single roll of toilet There were six paper. rolls. We really did do that. Those lasted me, like, till now. I still have some of those rolls. She was like, I don't have any more at home. We gotta go. (laughs) That was so bad. We sprinted out, and we, like, were, like, looking behind us and, like, hoping they weren't chasing us, but no one cared. They were standing outside of the door being like, did they leave? It was so scary. It was scary. That was, like, six freaking 70-year-old So another thing I want to talk to you about about drinking is... People get a lot looser, like Mm -hmm. we were talking about, Mm -hmm. and they, when they socialize, I feel like they're more in your face and all this Mm -hmm. stuff, but, like, I feel like girls to other girls when they're drunk are so nice. Yeah, I agree. To the point where I'm like, I don't understand. I know. We're always in the bathroom being like, girl, you look so cute. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I know I do that too, but it's like, why? Why does that happen? Yeah, I feel like... I always get really down on myself, but when I'm drunk, girls always tell me that they'd go gay for me, and I kind of don't like that, because I'm like, would you really say this to me, like, if you were in your right mind, or are you just saying that to make me feel better, you know what I mean? Or are girls really just Make you feel better about what? I feel like you already have said that girls make out with girls when they're drunk, so it's like, and I think that that has a lot to do with the fact that we... Like, even if we're not trying to make out, we are trying to be like, oh, you're so pretty, or like, oh, like, everything's okay. Like, we become just way more in tune with our, like, nurturing, yeah. like, feminine sides. I and think, I think that a yeah. lot of people, like, really, like, it gets kind of blurred. I think it gets blurred, but also, like, as, again, as a gay gay, as a gay gay homo, it, I think, is just, like, drinking like opened up the door for me to be like oh I am not straight you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and that was because I was kind of thinking about my interactions with women and I'm like there's something more to this than Mm -hmm. me just being a little tipsy like I'd like you yeah and I don't know so it's totally different depending on who you're talking about but for me personally like I discovered that I was gay by drinking And, like, doing the whole straight girl making out with girls thing. Whoa. And, like, would I do it again that way? No. I think that there's a couple different things. So, I didn't drink a lot when I was younger at all. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I didn't really start drinking so much until really recently. And I think that where I work has a lot to do with the way that I feel about alcohol. Like, it's kind of taken on more of, like, an art form rather mm-hmm. than just something that I'm doing to, like, appeal to any, like, sort of primitive part of myself or, like, Yeah, because I don't drink alcohol for the taste of it. Right, but, right, a lot of people don't. Yeah. But I think that the the place that I work has really sort of opened my eyes to, like, I really like beer now. I never used to Mm -hmm. like beer. Like, I remember on my 21st birthday, my best friend took me out. And I was like, I don't know, I want something fruity. I want something that doesn't taste like alcohol. And I hear that a lot. Yeah. Like, at the restaurant, I hear that from, especially women, I hear that a lot. They, like, want something that tastes good. Yeah. You know, instead of something that they can really taste the booze. But I think that there's, like, that is sort of a, it's just like an, like, a very simple way to look at alcohol. And I think that that's been, like, a good thing about working where I work is, like, I can understand in my brain, like, the, what is happening with those different flavors, and I can, like, pair them up with food, or I can just, like, know how they're going to interact with other things, or, like, understand, like, a feeling. I went out over the winter, and I was like, I'm really just feeling something with, like, elderflower and, like, gin, like, I just want something nice and, like, like, not floral, but, like, herbaceous, but also, like, a little on the sweeter side, And they made me, like, a nice, like, you know, like, a lavender gin fizz. Like, that's, like, what I was asking for. And I didn't even know how to ask for it. I just knew what the feeling that I wanted was. And I think that that is, like, a whole different aspect of, like, the dining experience or, like, the drinking experience. So do you believe that there are different types of drunk based on different alcohols? Because I read something saying that that's not true. Oh, no, I totally believe that. Me too. My wine drunk is totally different than my vodka drunk. Yeah, and my friend Sarah always says she's going to go out and get tequila drunk. And I've heard that that's because tequila is one of the alcohols that isn't a depressant. Is that even a thing? I I don't know, man. I have to test it out then, I think. I think that maybe we should. Yeah, let's test it out this week. We have to test it. We'll just we'll do an experiment, back. yeah. Yep. Um, also, I feel like the appeal for me is, like, everything that comes with drinking. So, like, when I drink, I don't drink, like, in my house when I'm, like, by myself. Like, I drink when I'm going out. Mm-hmm. So, like... I think a big thing for me is, like, I like going out and socializing and, like, dressing up and putting mm-hmm. on makeup because I think it makes me feel better. Right. And, like, I like seeing people. I love seeing people. So I think I, like, equate drinking with, like, doing all those fun things. Right. So that's the appeal for me. But I do not, like, just get drunk in my room. Well, in Gone with the Wind, he says, Never drink alone, Scarlet. Someone always finds out and it ruins the reputation. Wow. And I've known, I've, like, been thinking that for so long, so many years. But I also have a different experience because I live alone. I don't drink a lot at all. But yeah. when I do, like, I always realize why I don't drink a lot. Right. You know? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, that's, like, you're, like, trying to bury something. It's, like, a form of escapism, you yeah. know? And that's when it gets, like, risky, I think. Well, definitely. Well, so there's a lot of alcoholism in my family. Yeah. I have three older brothers, and they all have 
really suffered and have really let people down in a lot of aspects of their lives based on their relationship with alcohol. And that's, since they're so much older than me, it's been something that I've been aware of yeah. since I was younger. And oh, I think that's that, good. They, you, you know, like, I like kind of yeah. have watched that even when I was like a child because my oldest brother is 15 years older than me. So it's like, Whoa. I've been watching that go on for a long time. But it doesn't really change the fact that I like like it and I feel like I need it sometimes but I always have to take a step back and be like well this isn't necessarily it's a good like it's gonna ruin something like I did freaking hit a telephone pole or something and like take the mirror off my car yes just last week oh I will also put the video of that (laughs) the the first yeah um Uh, in here I'll put that in right now I don't know dude Show the mirror. <laughs> and you drove with it after that, I remember. I was so worried about yes. you. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I think we all do stupid things when we're drunk. Like, I have stood on a table and, like, sang Gold Digger. And, like, then I found, like, a beach ball that everyone was, like, putting. And I, like, ran into the freezer and, like, put the beach ball in the freezer. In and they were, like, freezer. where'd it go? Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, and then like three hours later, I was like, surprise! Oh my god! And I thought it was like so funny. And then there was a skunk outside, so I like threw it, like and tried at and... the skunk. Well, I didn't want to hurt the skunk, but I wanted to scare it away. A beach ball is not gonna hurt a skunk. A beach ball is well, frozen. Not gonna hurt anyone? Oh, I forgot it was frozen. Yeah. Yeah. It's frozen. So was it hard? Was it was it like, like it didn't like freeze like you would think it would freeze. Like I didn't think to fill it with water to freeze right. it. I just put it in that the would have been dangerous yeah i just like froze it and it just like was cold right and like stiffer but nothing happened <laughs> you know what i mean like yes. it wasn't this huge thing but yes. i was like i put your beach ball in the freezer <laughs> and like no one saw <sighs> i also have done a lot worse but i don't want to talk about i that. just always have experiences where i like think that what i'm saying is very very relevant and then the next morning and i i rarely black out like i rarely black yeah. out but I do have times where I'm like, the next morning I'm like, wow, why did I say that to this person? Like, duh. I'm literally, at the time I was like, I'm saying the most profound shit. I literally am like, gonna Sometimes change this person's life. Sometimes you do, life. though, when like, you don't even realize yeah. it. Yeah. But then the next morning I'm like, wow, like, duh, like, that was just a thing. Like, it doesn't even, it's not profound. Like, that person's life isn't changed because we were drinking and I said that thing about, like, whatever thing I read. Like, it just is something that I, remember. I feel stupid. Yeah. I post videos of myself singing a lot more when I drink. When you're drinking? Yes. Like, when I'm sober, I don't think to do that. Oh. It's rare that there's, like, something that grips me so strongly that I, like, feel the need to put it in front of other people's faces. And I think that that's one of those things. Like I it's like a, to sing. I know you do. I also like to sing. But, like, when I'm drinking i feel like when i sing and i post it on instagram i'm like sending a message like it's like four or oh, something it's okay. you know it like means something so i like just like sing because i like to sing and share it but i don't like do it when i'm intoxicated ever but i do think that i sound better when i'm drunk but maybe i just think that i, think I sound that better. your drunk self just thinks that your drunk self sounds really good mm, that's true but do you listen to it again the next day and yeah think, and it sounds kind of it better. sounds better yeah well i well i don't have videos but i'll have like the only videos I have will be like Snapchat videos I save right. my memories of me singing like on my toilet.
Did we talk the last time about what is the chemical that, like, what is going on in your brain? Like, why does it make you act that way? Like, it's, yeah, I get, it's like a little bit of poison. Because the next day you feel sick and, like, you're dehydrating yourself. But, like, why does it do that? Do you know? I needed to do research on this and I didn't. I don't know. But I do know that when you drink a lot, your gray matter in your brain diminishes. Whoa. And the gray matter is responsible for your Mm self-control. It's also responsible for, like, your cell bodies, your muscle control, your sensory perception, Mm -hmm. your neurons, your decision-making, all that stuff, and the way you talk. So I feel like it affects the chemicals in your brain that, or the parts of your brain that allow you to control yourself and they say like what you do when you're drunk is what you'd want to do when you're sober but I don't know if I believe that because I think there are some things I've done that I just like don't think I would ever want you know I I don't know my best friend when she drinks she literally just gives everyone blowjobs and I don't know if It's her, like, trying to seek, like, validation. Like, she doesn't seem to have any real issues with that. Like, she knows in her head that that is not, like, real validation. I think she just likes it. And I think that if she wasn't drunk, she wouldn't do it because she has other parts of herself that are, like, not gonna be, like, don't give everyone blowjobs. But, like, that's why, you know, but literally... Whoa. Or she'll, like, make out with the whole table. Whoa. Of humans. It's not gold. That's what I do with my Sims. I don't do it in real life. (laughs) I wouldn't want anyone to do it in real life. That's crazy. I just... When I make a Sim, I make them, like, the worst human being. And, like, the fact that they'll, like, cheat on their, like, husband or wife and, like, have kids with, like, nine other people, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm Mm-hmm. One time I was at, like, this rave thing at my friend's school, Mm -hmm. and I knew two people there, and I was like, I really want to meet a gay girl. Okay. And she was like, well, one of my friends is gay, and I was like, I knew who it was. And I, like, she was, like, across the rave, like, probably a hundred feet away, and she was the only gay person I knew there, but I didn't want to take any chances. Right. And make anyone feel uncomfortable, so I knew she was gay, so I, like, stood in front of her, like pointed my hand out and I said you you're gay and then we made out <laughs> that's kind but of like a I know story. but I wouldn't have ever done that if I had been sober right no like, you ever would not have done like that. I'm not like that like mm-hmm. I'm very passive mm-hmm. well I recently went to a concert of a band that I despise is anyone familiar with the band was it your bush <laughs> I thought it was your dad's concert <laughs> no I was like how dare you <laughs> But, no, I went to this concert. It was Bush. Do you know that song? Glycerine? I don't know that song. (laughs) Yes, you do. Or that song, Come Down. I'll put it in. I'll put it in. That song, Come Down. I'll put glycerine in. Okay. I want to come back down from this high. You know that song? I don't. You do? I know you do. They're so popular. They're so popular. Okay, well, then I went in Culture of Swine, I guess. <laughs> no, because it's not. It's London's only grunge band from the early 90s. They broke up in, like, 1996 or something. 
God. And but they came back together. They did this tour, and it's like I went. Full house. It's Dylan literally and I, like full house. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a lot of there's a lot of things going on like that. So Dylan and I went to the show, and he was like wicked into it, and I was like. Oh, God. I was, like, not. I was so not stoked. But I drank three beers, and by the end of that show, I was like, yeah, I was like, glycerin! Yeah! <laughs> yes! Like, woohoo! But, uh, That's so funny. you know? I don't know, man. And kind of, like, after that experience, I feel a good amount of, like, attachment to those songs now. Yeah. Like, I feel kind of like I love them. Like, I, it's still not something that I want to listen to. Like, it's not my style. Like, it just isn't. It's like when you, like are with someone during a really sad moment and you see a raw part of themselves and you see them differently but you never want to be their friend you bind with them but you still don't want to be their friend yeah it has to be a faraway bond yes so that's how i feel about that why do we like we just assume people are drunk when they're happy you know because so many people have such a hard time being happy (laughs) yeah like sometimes i'm just like so happy and I'm just, like, having fun, and people are like, are you drunk? And someone I'm like, asked no. me if I was drunk at work the other day, and I 100% was not. Yeah. And it was someone that I, I think it was, like, someone that I, like, respect. Yeah. No, I was on break. I was on break, and I was just, like, living my life. Yeah. I was just outside, like, enjoying the sun. And she walked up and said, we were talking, and then she said, are you drunk right now? And I said, no. I was, like, offended. Yeah, because people assume that when you're, like, doing well or, like... yeah seeming happy that you're drunk or if you seem in, uninhibited yeah they just, just like, assume that you had to use a tool to get that way not that like yeah your own self is okay Listen, with yourself i'm manic <laughs> yeah. sabrina i'm manic <laughs> veronica found a good article <laughs> it's just a blurb it just says as you drink the alcohol passes into your bloodstream ethanol is the intoxicating part of alcohol and its molecules ethanol are so small that they can actually pass into the gaps between brain cells. There, it can interfere with neurotransmitters that enable all the brain's activities. Wow. So that kind of makes a little more sense, I think. Because I don't really ever think about the scientific, like, what is going on. Exactly. And I also read some things that said light and moderate drinkers are going to be fine in life Mm -hmm. it's okay and moderate drinking can even be healthy in some Mm -hmm. respects but not others heavy drinkers will suffer brain damage and they can reverse some of it but not all of it right so like i feel like the takeaway is that well it's like what do we consider a heavy drinker is that someone who drinks like a lot like maybe once every two weeks or is that someone who drinks, like, a little bit every night? That's like, a moderate drinker. The, that's a moderate drinker? Moderate drinker is considered one drink a day. Okay. One to two drinks a day. Okay. So I would be a light drinker because I drink, like, once a week, if right. that. I think I vary. Yeah. Between light and moderate. I don't think I go super heavy unless it's, like, a occasion. Yeah. There have been, like, acute occasions where I've probably been considered that right but like I hardly ever drink well that's good that makes yeah. me feel good there's something to say about bonding with people over a drink at a bar you know I think that's totally okay if you're 21 or over um yeah and I just think there are pros and cons and people need to be safe mm-hmm. and of age and not abuse it Mm-hmm. Yep. And 
that abuse looks different for everyone. That's true. It's really just about, I don't know, so much of life is a trial and error. It is. But, and we're uh, just doing our best, But really. do your research and try to avoid the police. Yeah, try to avoid the police. The cops are not your friend, guys. Mm-mm. Leave my room. She's vaping right now. I'm so sorry we can cut that out. Okay. I didn't. I did it.